0: All right, my talkers, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia is in studio today. Both the crew are here.
1: Let's a pretty funny story right off the bat that's pretty wild. So you didn't say anything about this? No. Oh, I thought for sure. Okay, Mm-mm. so I was in Seattle, Washington, and uh, at my friend Shannon's house, and we went to Wigby Island, where you have family. Wigby. 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 W-I-D-B-E-Y. Yeah, Wigby. Yeah. I yeah. called it Wigby. Wigby, yeah. And Janet kept saying, Wig! Um, just had a nice time, but I'll just get to the quick story first before I get into my travels. Yes. So I'm at the airport yesterday, and um, at the Seattle airport, I got to the airport early, of course, and mm-hmm. I'm TSA pre-check, and so I'm just going to a whole different part where you it's would check It's weird in. at that airport where it is it's it's not where you would go through all the other security they take you way down way down out to an end yeah
2: Yeah. so Mm
1: -hmm. i'm walking down there and it's a bright sunny day there and they're gonna have a really warm weekend and all of a sudden i see you know the traffic isn't moving because it's really a tight airport it doesn't have the the uh, corridors are not as wide as they are here Mm -hmm. and everyone's kind of going in 17 directions and slowed down because of Someone walking slow. Mm-hmm. And I am and I approach, I'm coming up on this slow walker, and this person has just bright red hair and is little and petite, and I'm thinking, is that Mooty?
3: No. That...
1: No. Seriously, all of a sudden, I'm at her and I go, Mooty? Oh, yeah. I'm lost or something. I can't figure out how to get downstairs. And it was so random that your mom, because she had just been at would be island and she took a shuttle and it drops her off at the airport, airport on yes. the on the departure level Yes, and she needed to get down on the arrival level yes. so your brother could pick her up yes and how to get there that was, was so serendipitous it right? was so funny and she's so cute and she had a little travel bag in her arm you know really little and um so we found, you know, the two different escalators and then I found the door where your brother could pick her up mm-hmm. and stuff and then and then she takes out her phone to call your brother. Yes. And she goes, You know, I really don't know how to use this. And I'm like, Well, like mother like daughter. Yes. <laughs> I know how to use my I phone. but I just was kind of But gazing. I take her phone. She has a flip, is a phone. flip phone. She yeah. has a flip phone and mm-hmm. I haven't operated a flip phone in years. And, um,
4: <laughs> so we figured
1: it out, but it was, she was just so sweet and darling and it was just so perfect. Cause I always feel bad that I don't get, you know, we haven't seen Mootie and I haven't seen her in years. Like three years. Yeah. Yeah. So it was so cute and she's so darling and she looked so cute. Her travel clothes, you would approve. She had a cute shoes, cute outfit on and everything. Yes.
2: I bought her that jacket. And she looked so cute. In fact, that jacket, it was from Donnie Loves X Patty, Patty store. store. That Patties. cute little jacket we that she that had. We love that store. Yeah. And I was, it really? Yeah, that's wow. so funny. Wow. My he mom had a store by w-
1: Grand Cafe or Latte. Cafe Latte. Cafe
2: Latte. Yeah. you are going to say
1: Latte.com.
2: Yeah. But uh, yeah, she always, uh, she liked that jacket because it's teal and brown, her colors.
1: It, she looked so cute. I mean, she was so put together for coming back from an overnight you know and her little overnight bag is the size of a shoe bag yeah. the old fashioned <laughs> shoe bags that we used to have and it was just that just I'm made so me so glad smile. yeah it was the cutest picture i was just like what i mean it was so How random random grand. is that that it, is amazing it was it was great and you know i went there and um it was really a beautiful i'm trying to find the streamyard link right oh, i found it A beautiful, we had some beautiful weather. When I first got there, it was kind of cold and windy, and Mm -hmm. I went to West Seattle where our friend Barb Duffy lives. Okay. And so we had breakfast with her, and her husband started a brew pub called Good Society, and his beers have won these national brew pub. The very first year, is beer won. Oh, wow. And And so he has this beautiful building and brew pub, and then we hung out there for the day, and West Seattle's so charming. It is. Then we hung out at Shannon's Place in Issaquah, and then we went to Whigby Island, Whidbey. <laughs> and you drive on this ferry grant, so it's a 15-minute ferry ride, and you drive on with your cars, and you barely can get out of your car to go to the bathroom, and then you're right there.
2: You're there, yeah. Oh,
1: wow. So it was quick, and then we stayed at a B&B called the Saratoga Inn in Langley. Langley, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I—it's so funny. I had no idea it was going there. Otherwise, I would have asked you everything. Well, I don't know everything. I, my aunt and uncle moved there like four years ago.
2: Yes, yes, I've been there. But when we went to see my aunt, she was in a rehab because right. she had a stroke. Right. So it wasn't a sightseeing adventure yes. kind of a thing. But I know the island is beautiful. And we—we we interviewed an author once, long time ago, lived on Wouldbe Island, and. I, she wrote kind of a wild story. I don't know. It was a detective. It was an English detective, like a captain inspector or whatever they call him, deputy inspector, oh. DI somebody. It, so she lived there. Sure. And I know I've seen a few of the HGTVs on Whidbey Island, and they can never sell this one house that's next to the naval base. Oh, because sure. Of the sonic booms.
1: Right. That's Even though funny. beautiful beaches, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I, um, so we stay at this b and the day we are traveling there, it's just the coldest day in the world. Of mm-hmm. course, I had to buy another black jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have 30 of them now, yes, you probably. Do. <laughs> and um, we went, they have really cute shopping in Langley, and there's a metalwork guy on the island. So there's so many metalworks and interesting, like, sculpture garden walks. Mm-hmm. And. It's like a really creative place, good food at some restaurants. They have the Langley Inn, which is like always booked out forever. Mm -hmm. And we tried to go through it. The garden alone is gorgeous, but we couldn't. It was closed. You couldn't get in. And then um, so we just shopped and had some fun that day. And um, then we stayed two nights. Or we did. Work? We you stayed did, two nights. And then the next day we went to Coopville. Oh, Coopville.
2: Yeah. My aunt has told me about Coopville.
1: And it's just, it's like two bucks. Yeah. I, and we, I was so delighted at the Kingfisher bookstore. Oh. And in the bookstore, they had um, the pics of the two people that were working that day, Felix and Aaron. And Aaron's favorite book is the two, the um, Addie Larue. Oh, the
2: Invisible, Invisible Life.
1: Life of Addie Larue. So I see it there, and then I see other ones there. And they hadn't. An, I was reading Abby Jimenez's book that was on yesterday. Oh, yours truly. And and I'm like, you have to know about this writer. I don't see her book here, so mm-hmm. I'm telling him that. And that was really fun. But they t- said Love and Saffron is one of their favorite books that I'd never heard of before, so I picked that up. Cool. And then I went. They have these bluffs. So, there's this beautiful bluff hike where you go up kind of. Oh, did you put that
2: on Instagram? I, did. I feel I like did. I saw that picture. That was amazing.
1: It's like EB Bluffs. And so you go, you pay a little fee, and then you walk up, and then you walk straight across this bluff pretty much, and then you walk down, and then you come back on the beach. Um, Shannon's was, hip was hurting, so she kind of bailed on me on three fourths of the way in. Which is fine because I had met your buds and I I was just fine. And it was so beautiful. We had the most sunny, beautiful day. Oh, that's good. And so then we get down and the walk back is on the beach. And it reminded, I know, I know what I know and I can't believe I forgot it on this hike. Because it's like a three and a half mile loop. Mm -hmm. So I get down to the beach, cross over all this beautiful driftwood. And then get on the pebble rock beach with the enormous slant for a mile and a half. Oh, no. And rocks, you know like walking it's in, hard
2: walking on those rocky beaches because they're was, not little rocks it, but they're kind of it was big horrible rocks. I, I can't even tell
1: you and i'm like i'm supposed to be enjoying this walk i hate walking on beaches because they're always slanted and it just hurts your hips well, rocky yeah.
2: beaches are and even like work.
1: when we were in north carolina just yeah. like want to go no? no no i'll walk on the street with you but i i don't like the slant yeah unless you're in the water and mm-hmm. it's even but it was so funny i was so miserable. Oh, no. And so the time I get back to Shannon, she's like, you look like a little kid that just was so pissed off. And I was just like, I couldn't even run because the rocks were so deep. And it was just funny. So if you anyone goes on that hike, just, turn around. Yeah, just turn, turn around. Yeah. turn around. And, and people don't... were walking back on the hike. Yeah. And they were so smart. Yeah. But there's a lot of, there's beautiful hiking. Then we went to this Meekok Gardens. That was the home of the Rhododendrons or Rhododendons. Rhododendrons. Dendrons. Yeah. Dendrons. Be- Did you say meat cock? It was Thank called me cock. Okay. I said me cock.
0: Me There's not a T in there. No me <laughs> Oh
1: boy. <laughs> no, it was the me gardens. Oh and wow. It was. I. I can't. And then we went to a movie. And the, they have this old-fashioned got movie theater.
2: Shannon to go to a movie. I will
1: never go. She Julia won't.
2: always wants me to go on a movie on a trip, and I'm like, hell no. <laughs>
1: we were there on a Sunday and Monday and Monday yeah, night. Yeah, There's nothing it. going. Nothing going on. Yeah, and it. so we saw Dungeons and Dragons in this old-fashioned movie theater with the good old popcorn. Yeah. That movie's fun. It's fun, right? Oh my gosh, it was fun. And Hugh can be a little. Uh, he's he's quite the villain. He's Huey. Yeah. He's and good. Chris Pine is so. Damn. Yummy. Delicious. That's yeah. kind of a fun movie. Yeah. yeah. So you like that little getaway? It was really fun. Cool. It good. was, it was just a great, great time. I had a blast. Good. I'm so glad. Yeah. And it was sunny. Yeah, uh, I the-
2: know. My mom told me on Sunday. I talked to her and she goes, well, I think Julia's in luck. I think the sun is coming out oh. for her. Because she said she didn't arrive on a good day. No, it was
1: <laughs> hard. <She didn't laughs> and it's so
2: Seattle is cold, but it's wet cold. It's like, wet cold, so it's damp cold. So you never feel like you can get warm.
1: Never. And then I'm buying. I was wearing Kevin, her husband's clothes because I had on like layers and layers <laughs> oh, no. of clothes. Oh, no. It was it was uh, But I'm. I, it's a beautiful place. Yes.
2: Yes. It, it was is. fun.
1: All right. Listen. Um. When we come back. It's our story.
2: We can't get enough of.
1: Hey gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Furniture Manor. All right. So I was just at all these different places. Um. And a bed and breakfast kind of small resorty hotel and i'm telling you the way people can make a room so delightful and lovely it's like what you feel like when you walk into furniture manor are it's so cozy and there's so many different different ideas for design and everybody at furniture manor has a design background and they don't charge you to spend time with you and understand what your needs and wants are and plus the furniture is so amazing at furniture manor in different price range, ranges, good, better, and best. And if you find something on the showroom floor, buy it, take it with you, or they'll send it to you the next day. Or they've got so many things that are customizable. And that window for how long customization is taken That's right. has been greatly shrunken. So you don't have to wait so long anymore. So it's great staff, great product, great people. Furniture Manor, tell them the girl sent you. I just have to say the tweet of the day. Tweet of the day for me okay. is
2: Dr. Ruth. Here's what she tweeted. so funny. Will you be watching the NFL draft tonight? If so, then I suggest you watch it naked so you can feel the draft as you view it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I know. That's a good
2: one. Okay, so uh, we have lost another another, uh, person that we really, really, really were very fond of, and we're all sad to hear. Maybe you haven't heard this yet, but... Jerry Springer has passed away at the age of seventy-nine. He had mm-hmm. pancreatic cancer. Jerry, Jerry, mm-hmm. Jerry. I just think of Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yes. yes. Oh my God! I mean, a perfect sick day would be Jerry Springer. The price is, is right. right, yes. Which would lead into either Jenny Jones or Ricky Lake, or I mean, really the nineties hall of tv fame and jerry springer was on the air for such a long time 27 seasons from 1991
1: heck yeah to 2018 4000 shows
2: yeah it's a, it's a sad sad day for for people because we um met jerry springer he was on one of our shows when we had taken a group of people to las vegas and he was doing Something at Planet Hollywood.
1: Well, he, like the Jerry Springer right, show? Jerry Springer show live. Or yes. He also hosted The Price is Right live. Yes. He yes. had a lot of other gigs. Mm-hmm. Things going on. Yeah. So he was a guest on
2: our show and Marie Osmond was going to be late. So he stayed
1: to wait for her, you know, so we'd have he, a guest. Right. Uh, Gentleman. He he and was, he was so nice. He was beyond nice. Yeah. I mean, well, in what... He said that my show was silly. I'm, you yep. know, I. It just, started out, they needed a replacement in Cincinnati for the Phil Donahue show, which was going off the air. Him? And so he was doing politics. He had run, he was the mayor of Cincinnati and had all these other things going on. So they did the Jerry spread. Well, he was
2: on the city council and had to resign because he'd hired a sex worker. But he was honest about it and said, I did it. And then.
1: That's why he resigned. To- the city council, oh, okay. and then he
2: later ran for
1: uh, mayor. But that show started out being the Jerry Springer political talk show. Got it. That's how it started. And then he started having different people on and then it started to get more ruckus and then
0: All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday
1: so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: When NBC Universal bought, you know, the show, they said, we want more of the crazy. We don't want the none.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's kind of was the genesis of it. And he said it was a nutty show. Yeah, he's like, this is not a show, to be serious. But he said, I'd try to... He just was a lovely
2: man. And he and Marie Osmond stayed and signed autographs and took pictures with everybody in the everybody.
1: They were so kind. And that was basically what people have said about him, is he was... So kind and giving and his bodyguard that he worked with forever, who had the Steve Waco show. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, yeah, Steve. he he had just gone out with him like about a month ago and he, Steve originally was Jerry Springer's bodyguard yeah, on that show wow. and what? was with him for a long time. And he said, I was just with him about a month ago and it was just like Jerry, not to say anything. So he had got pancreatic cancer and died very quickly oh, and didn't yes. want anybody to know. Yeah.
0: Steve would always break up the fights. Yes. He's got the bald shaved head. You yes. know, he'd come out and yes. separate. And then he ended up getting his own show out of the whole deal, too, because Steve got a chant of his own. Steve, Steve, yeah. Steve, too. So. And
2: he did. He had some of the trashiest <laughs> stuff ever, but he would end his show with words of wisdom and kindness. Mm-hmm. And he... Um, the formula worked at its peak in 1997 and 1998. The Jerry Springer show beat Oprah Winfrey shows Whoa. In the ratings. And because he was such a phenomenon, other talk show hosts copied him. So Jerry Springer ran so that... Uh, Jenny Jones, Maury Povich, Ricky Lake, and Montel
1: Williams good run. There you go. You know? <laughs> I love it. Here's it, something, Lori, that yeah. he... Okay, so when he first started, you know, he was doing the Jerry Springer show, but after the first year, they moved it to Chicago. So he would fly back and forth between Chicago and Cincinnati because in Cincinnati, he was on a nighttime political talk show. And then um, what happened is... He, the political show moved and he could do it out of Chicago. So he could do both of his shows out of Chicago. But two of the nighttime anchors quit. And one of them, in solidarity with the woman that quit earlier, was co anchor Ron Majors. Oh, and Ron Majors yes. was from Channel 5. Yes. And the brother of Paul Majors, who was at Care 11 and then mm-hmm. went to LA. So that I just kind, kind of funny. thought that was kind of funny. Um, We have the last. Let's
4: play it. We're running out of time. We got to start it right now. Let's be honest. Virtually anyone could do what I do, which is to basically say three things. You did what? Come on out. We'll be right back. You practice that, and you'll be hosting your own show in no time. Oh, there is one other thing that brings success: luck, lots of it, and surround yourself with smart, talented people who know a heck of a lot more about television than I do. Look. I've been blessed through these 25 years to have people of enormous talent and drive producing a show of constant challenges which can't be saved day to day by simply booking a big name celebrity. You see, we don't have any on our show. No, just regular folks of no fame, little if any wealth, and very little influence. Folks just taking a moment, which they rarely if ever get, to let the world know something about what they are thinking or feeling or doing Admittedly, it's often crazy or outside the norm of accepted behavior But what I've learned over our quarter century of shows is that deep down we are all alike Some of us just dress better or had a better education or better luck in the gene pool of parents. I'll say it again deep down we are all the same we all want to be happy we cry when we're hurt we're angry when we've been mistreated and to be liked, accepted, and respected, not to mention loved, is the greatest gift of all. Yes, we're all alike. Know this, there's never been a moment in the 25 years of doing this show that I ever thought I was better than the people who appear on our stage. I'm not better, only luckier. So thanks for the 25 years. We've signed on to do a whole bunch more, and as long as I stay healthy, we will. And on that note, Take care of yourself. And each other.
2: Oh, that's so sad.
4: Oh, no. Yeah, the oh. choke up at the end there. Yeah,
2: God bless you, Jerry Springer.
0: Yeah. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. They're your hometown experts for over 30 years when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, even solar. So everything exterior for your home, you're going to want to check them out because they are the best. Now, they're back at my talk. And I'm so excited that I get to tell you about this new partnership. And if you remember Mike and the Hoffman Weber Show, it was on Sundays for years. It was a great show. And now, like I said, I get to tell you about them every day. And the biggest thing I want to tell you about is that they are they are not going to give you that one-stop, close, high-pressure sales here. Jason and the whole sales team at Hoffman Weber Construction, they are here for you. They want to make sure that this is an easy process. They have a nice in-home free consultation that you can set up. It's quick and easy to do. takes very little time. So if you want to talk to Jason and get set up, that's the perfect thing to do, and you can start out at hwconstruction.com. Now, even better, if you had some hail damage from those storms last year, get a hold of Jason as well, because he can help you out with that, just like he's helping me out with my hail damage. Again, to get a hold of Jason and the sales team over at Hoffman Weber Construction, start out at hwconstruction.com and also tell them Grant sent you. Oh
2: my God, we've got Tottle and Todd Walker. Todd about town is in studio with
3: us. How are you, Todd? I am doing fantastic. As we talk about this miserable weather, oh. we've Gotta have upbeat voices and be happy about something, right? And that is travel. <laughs>
2: that is travel. That you is, are the you,
1: traveling Todd Walker. Tell us what's been going on with you because you are always out and about. Yeah,
3: well, I've been doing a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I travel for a couple of CVBs that are around the country, uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau. They will they will vet different uh, travel journalists, and I've been traveling with one uh, company for about five, six, seven years. And so they send me to different destinations and uh, I learn about them and then either do videos on about the destinations or I do different stories. And I've also been traveling with um, Viking for a number of years yes. and their their PR firm, which is Edelman, which uh, represents a lot of different companies and uh, uh, Lou Hammond, which are two, some really large PR firms. So it's structured that the PR firm will bring you on that represents the brand and then uh, I get hired by a couple of different uh, companies that are looking for journalists to write or do videos. Sure. Yeah.
2: So oh, is a- it mostly on Instagram that we find your good stories um, or yes. where do we find them?
3: Uh, Either on Instagram or they will be with different uh, publications okay. that I'm writing for. Or like the ones I just did, uh, I just got back from New York. Uh, that'll be going up on... Uh, some online publications as well as some traditional publications.
1: But how do people follow you on Instagram, Todd? Uh,
3: Instagram, it's just Todd P. Walker. Uh, On Instagram is where you can, you know, follow me on everything, basically on Facebook, on Instagram and, you know, Twitter and whatever. But, uh, man, that posting stuff gets to be so much work. I mean, some of my other travel journalist friends, I mean, I am not even like five minutes away from the uh, destination that we've just been touring. And they have, you know, stories up all over. It's a lot of pressure.
1: You know, it's a lot of thumb work. What I'm I'm finding out with the posting on the phones—it's a lot of work. Yeah. Okay, but tell us before we hear—I—I mean—you were just on this ten-day.
3: Yeah, Norway. Well,
1: tell us about that.
3: Yeah. Okay, so I went to Norway with a company called Hertegurten, but I was only on their ship for three days, and uh, oddly enough, the company has has uh, decided there's two markets in the United States that they're interested in, and it's Minneapolis-St. Paul and Denver. So they were looking for a journalist that they could, uh, you know, bring to Norway. And do some videos, some different things for them, as well as do some stories. So I did three days on, when I say a working ship, we've all been, I know both of you have been on traditional cruises, but this is a ship that has been going up and down the coast for 130 years Wow! in Norway. My
2: aunt and uncle did this oh, they to did get somewhere that they needed to go when they were look, looking at my mom's family's where They came from this sure. Norway, and they and took they did- this...
1: This that's what it is, this, and they is. Bradley and, Trainers worked with them here on our station. Yes, back. he has. Yes,
3: yes. 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 and uh, so they the, you can drive on with your car, yeah. okay. but there's overnight sleeping accommodation. So I was on one of their ships, and up and down that Norwegian coast is is amazing. Right. But so three nights on the ship, I was gone for a total of like ten days, and then from Oslo, uh, the mission was to get to the very northernmost part of the European continent, which is called the North Cape. Um, it's pat. It's in the Arctic Circle. It's at the very, very end of the of, of the continent in uh, the top of Norway. So to get there, uh, you know, of course, we flew to Norway, then uh, got on a coach. Uh, had many different things that happened on the coach. One of the tunnels when we got in the Arctic Circle, uh, too much snow and collapsed. So we had to wait. And then going from there, we went to a town called Alta, which is right in the center of the Arctic Circle. Uh, went to a place that they have actually an ice hotel <gasps> where you sleep on the ice. Yeah. You, you, the bar is an ice bar. Did you uh, stay interested. There? I didn't stay there. That sounds cold. Uh, it was a little <laughs> bit cold. It was yes, it was d- definitely chilly. but uh, it was warmer by temperature standards in uh, the Arctic Circle than it was Minnesota. here. but it was a different cold as sure. we've all talked about like when you were chatting about uh, Seattle. but then from uh, from so then from the coach, we got too far into the Arctic Circle and then uh, got on uh, ATVs. And driving ATVs deep in the Arctic Circle at like seven o'clock at night. And uh, from there, we got on snowmobiles and then had so to, get, uh, you know, <laughs> I, it was one of those experiences that many people will say, uh, Would I, you do it again? No. Was it great? I wouldn't do it again. Yeah.
1: Was it just too cold, or was just too much planes, trains, and automobiles? Uh, you know,
3: I, it, it felt very, I, I mean, it was a lot of snow, rainy snow, and icicles coming at your face, and it's darkness, right. you know, and you, you kind of look at it, and there's eight journalists, uh, and some of them were from different parts of the world, uh, and I think I, there was only two of us from the United States. Had never driven a snowmobile. Oh, okay. And it's eight o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I said, the, <laughs> the worst old man thing. I turned to one of the other journalists that, that was from Great Britain and writes for travel and leisure. And I said, you know, I don't want to be breaking a hip up here. And <laughs> he's like, <laughs> could we sound older? He said, I was thinking the same thing. But you do think about it if something should happen in the middle of the Arctic Circle at eight yeah. o'clock at night. I asked the guide, I said, uh, are the paths marked? And he looked at me w- uh, with a pregnant <laughs> pause, thinking, Who is this ridiculously yeah. ignorant person? And he said, Well, look at the weather. If there was a path within 30 seconds, it's gone because of the blowing snow. Yeah. So it felt a little bit treacherous. Are
2: they trying to get people to go to that right? Circle? Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> to travel to <laughs> well,
3: Norway? You travel to Norway, and this is one of the excursions that you can do. Okay. And a lot of people go there kind of on a quest to get to the Arctic, the Arctic yeah. Circle and into the Arctic Circle into the northernmost point so spend some time there then I don't know if either Eugene, one of you yeah yes, yes, not to Norsk. Uh, all, uh, all I know is asgorda okay and yeah and that's like I think how how are you yeah but have you been to Oslo either one of you no yeah but- Oslo is just a really a cosmopolitan city with great food beautiful architecture the Munch museum is there which is beautiful and they have a sauna culture which Yes. I always have to be corrected when I Sona. say that word. Sona, S- sauna, culture. And think of like the Mississippi River. And if you had small little huts going up and down, uh, like a mile of the river and they have uh, in the huts, uh, you, you rent it with your friends, you go solo and they have music, they have different forms of entertainment, food. And people do this like on a Friday night culture, Thursday night culture. And you go in, spend some time in the sauna. I do. Sauna. 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 And then you jump in the uh, freezing cold River. Arctic. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it, but it's a whole culture. So I loved Oslo. Uh, Bergen, of course, is beautiful. But yeah, so that would was my you, most recent adventure. Would you
1: go back to Oslo? I would. I've got people who want to go.
3: Yeah, I would go to Oslo and I would go to Bergen. Both those places are uh, uh, are not to be missed for mm-hmm. sure. Not to be missed. And
2: Lori, Excited. you haven't been. No, I've just been to Sweden. Yeah. You know, Stockholm, yep. Uh, But it, that was the first time i ever traveled somewhere where i looked like everybody that lived you, uh, there and true. people were constantly coming up to me and oh yeah no, yeah he's not Yeah, to and i'm like be like no, uh, no, <laughs> no no, no, I don't, I don't and it took me 10 days to even learn those phrases
3: and i'm on my way to the south of france now i know you've been there yes. quite quite a few times and i've been there like Two other times yet this uh, in the last eighteen months, oh, and um, oddly nice. enough, I'm going to the exact same spots. Another places that I pronounce incorrectly, so you can correct okay. me. Avignon, Avignon.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did it okay mm-hmm. in Arielle. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, so I'll be going to those different places and uh, all throughout the south. It's, I go from Provence to Lyon.
2: Are you on a yeah. Viking
3: cruise? I am on a yes. I'm doing a story, uh, six stories on traveling on uh, different ways you travel. Solo travelers traveling with I've traveled with my father who's ninety mm-hmm. in yes, the past. Yes. Yeah, so I'm doing a, a number of different stories for them for a, oh, another fun. publication, and uh, yeah, so that'll be interesting. And I and you can't help. I mean, but Todd,
2: love... you've gone from being a right. man about town, reporting <laughs> on local things, yes. to being a travel writer. Well,
3: it's it's been it's been an like it... interesting and fun transition. Yeah. And I'm still doing some of that yes. work. and But uh, and I enjoy doing the videos and uh, tra- uh, traveling and trying to manage the travel, though, at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, trying to figure out when I'm going and where I'm going next and just coming back from New York. And, yeah, it's it's fun.
1: And you talk about your kind of a Vikings cruise kind of ambassador, if you will.
3: Sure. I mean, I've traveled with them a lot.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And do you? Because, Lori, you went on a Viking cruise, yeah, right? Yeah, I did
2: a, a, the Rhone and the Soam mm-hmm.
3: River. Oh, that's with right. And yeah. Called. And you enjoyed it.
1: I did but Casey
2: said we would not go back on until we were 85. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, but it was a little too too uh, slow for yeah. him. But are there activities, there's enough day trip activities on a oh, Viking amazing. cruise? Yeah, well, amazing. Like,
3: for For example, I mean, to your point, I mean, I do hear that often, but like when I did the Black Forest, I uh, rented a bike and yeah. biked through the Black Forest for an entire day. Yeah, that, so I yeah. think
2: it was the cruise itinerary we went on right. was sleepier. Yeah, sure. Um, but no, the one thing that Viking does, which I think is, you know, every cruise line should take note and do it, is that... They have for when you do go off on your day excursions in your port, they have a slow bus and the fast bus. So they got a bus for the walkers.
1: Right. The king
2: people, people who are slower walkers. So they separate the group's. By physicality. Oh, I yes. like that. What
3: I would what I encourage you to do is uh, check out the expedition ships. Yes. And that's what I've been doing a lot lately. And the expedition ships usually have like 300, 350 people, tons of different, you know, there's no casinos, no nobody yes. taking your picture. Uh, you do a, like excursion travel, like you're literally out on an expedition boat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be going to Antarctica and you climb, uh, you do stand up. Uh, Stand up water, you know, stand up in the water, paddleboarding wa- paddle boarding paddle boarding, yeah. through the ice, and they're very, very like high energy activities. That uh, so, I would encourage those. And if you're looking, the best place to go is to a place called Cruise Critic, and you can put in any one of your variables of what you want to do. do, I
2: remember that. That is is
3: amazing. mm -hmm. And then that's one of the ones that I really like. And, you know, because people say to me, well, I don't want to go on a cruise it's a bunch of old people or whatever. You can pick. And, you know, there's many people much younger than us that are doing some of these. And in the loop travel is another one that's really, really helpful if you're looking for this type of travel.
2: And my dad had always said he would never, ever go on a cruise. And, of of course, as he got older and... And he realized he did not want to drive in Europe and right. he didn't feel comfortable. He wasn't sure. About sure. It. So I just, he did. He's now gone on like 10 sure. Viking River cruises because he loves it. And it's also a way of seeing like Germany, you know, to go Germany, through that. That would take you three weeks to drive that right. or train Absolutely. that. So you can see a lot and then you can see where you'd like to go back or the Douro River yep, in yep, Portugal. Yep. It would take you two weeks to do well, that Well, I'm drive. going to
3: interview your father for my story. Yeah, you I should. I really will because oh, I'm looking, be I, I honestly would like, love to interview him for the for oh. one of the pieces I'm doing for Viking and if he's done that many, he's done that he many. would be fantastic. And he's
2: going on another one here at okay. the end of June. Well,
3: I will have to chat with him. Okay. But yes, I'm doing land travel and cruise travel and it's been great and, uh, you know, I, I encourage people to get out there, especially in this weather and travel.
2: Well, Todd P. Walker, we follow you and we're always uh, quite uh, green with envy at where is he now? Oh, Where says is- the
3: one who spends a month in Hawaii. I know. Oh, come on, <laughs> Todd.
2: Thank you so thank much. Thank you, it ladies. So it was great. This is really great. <laughs> Todd P. Walker on all your socials, people. are. All right, we'll be right back.
1: Hey, gang, it's Lori and Julia here for our wonderful airport, and we always say, get to the airport early and enjoy yourself before you go. I spent I get there very early. So when I left on Saturday, I got to the airport a couple hours early and and I found there's a lactation room. Oh, really? You know how we have the lactation station at the fair? There's yeah. a lactation room. I found that. I saw so much beautiful art walking some of the different concourses. The food is so good. And it, it, the Minneapolis airport just was named by
2: Global Tastemakers, number three in the nation for food and drink. And number one for the best airport, airport experience. Overall, yeah.
1: And so there's just, it's like a whole city there that is all this stuff that maybe you don't get time to do in the cities and maybe there's a great restaurant that you always want to go to. You can visit it when you're at the airport or you can shop while you're there. We just love it. And always remember to book your... Um, parking, if you're going to be parking there up to 12 hours earlier, and you get $2 off a day, go to mspairport.com. Well, we just said goodbye to Toddlin' Todd Walker. Which we did. not Love him. Yeah. Love him, and he's a great follow on Instagram. Todd P. Walker. Todd P. Walker. Okay, so last night was uh, Carol
2: Burnett's um, birthday special, Turning 90. It was called uh, uh, what the heck was it called? Love and 90 Years of Laughter and Love. And uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it. I'm not sure when you got back last night, but it was easily the biggest draw on network television last night. Um, seven and a half, 7.5 million people. Wow. Just on the live um, thing. Not Who knows what it'll be on Peacock because they do have
0: it available now
2: another half hour that they edited out that's on the Peacock streaming. Oh, okay.
0: So it's like an extended version?
2: Yeah, well, Carol Burnett told People Magazine that um, they were having so much fun because they filmed this like a month ago at the Avalon Theater. And she said, uh, you know, they filmed so much and they wanted things to be cut. So she just said, we just cut so that we could make the show. But there was other things. And she was really uh, quite... Delighted at you know they had a nineteen piece orchestra for the the show mm-hmm. and um, it was so good. Grant posted some of the bloopers from Carol Burnett's show, but they oh, yeah. the skits that they showed um, and the guests that they had. Well, uh, Cher came out in a Bob Mackey uh, creation, and she told the story about how when the Sonny and Cher show started, they had no budget and so bob mackey would sneak her clothes from carol burnett's show to share cuz they were the same size mm-hmm. they were both you know yeah f- skinny skinny totally yeah. skinny and um so and of course she was on uh, you know her show a lot and carol would be on the sunny and chair shows but Carol Burnett in the special last night and Bob Mackie did come out and they had like six different costumes and so he had about three minutes of sharing things but Carol Burnett said over 11 years he did 60 to 75 costumes a show he dressed everybody in the show if Harvey Corman and Tim Conway were in drag and they were in drag a lot I was very struck last night I thought well where's all the pearl clutching about that I mean yeah Silliest thing, but she said so he designed seventeen thousand costumes is what we estimate over oh. the course of the eleven oh. Evan, he, and 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 he loved designing the funny stuff. And then Bob Odenkirk came up because they did um, you know, so they covered her Broadway career. They did a little aside about Annie with the actor the young girl. Was now a grown-up woman, Eileen Quinn, who was yes. in that stage yes. show. She came out. And then they did a nod to all the TV that Carol Burnett did. All My Children. They showed her with, uh, remember the Agnes character? Oh, I loved Agnes. Agnes, yeah. Yes. They showed that character yes. line on SVU, on Magnum P.I. Back in the day, she did a lot of serious acting. And then they showed a scene from Better Call Saul. And Bob Odenkirk came on and said that the original... Storyline for the Carol Burnett character, who played that w- the one guy's mom, yes. the guy that uh, <laughs> Saul hired to do bad things. Yes, he was. She was supposed to. He was supposed to kill her, oh, and he said, "I cannot kill, kill Carol, Carol Burnett. Burnett." Oh my god! Yeah, I refuse. You have to write it a different way. So that That's that was cool kind of cute, but yeah, uh, you know they wow. really leaned into all these timeless <laughs> clips with. Harvey and Tim Conway and Vicki Lawrence and Lyle Wagner and and she told uh, People Magazine in the same interview last week I think it was she said we the reason why my show holds up it was we never wanted it to be topical we wanted it just to be belly laughs and yes. vaudeville so yes. it never has a dated There's feeling a ton, yes uh, uh, to it, and then, um, you know, Vicki Lawrence, you know, she was only 18
1: when they hired her. Isn't that funny show. that she was so much younger? Yeah, you know, I caught it when um, Marissa Tomei was going around on some of the famous costumes that Carol Burnett wore, and mm-hmm. Bob Mackey came out. And again, you know, when I saw the Cher show, when they were just trying to do figure out what the Cher Broadway show was going to mm-hmm. be, and I saw the previews in Chicago, Bob Mackey was... A third of that show. And yeah. I, and I, we've said often, why don't they just do a bi- biopic on Bob Mackey? I mean, I, I want to know his story. And I just, I want to know more even after last night. And Carol Burnett has got a new show that's coming out. Yeah, they showed a clip of it with, my, with Kristen Wiig, Allison Janney, and Laura Dern. Laura Dern. The it's people? Palm Royale. Palm Royale. Is the name of it. And it's, this is what the current... Um, summary of the show is in 1969, a woman attempts to cross that imp- imp- impenetrable r- yes, thank you line between the haves and the have nots, and secure her seat at America's most exclusive table in Palm Beach High Society. Oh, so I'm sure they she- showed
2: a clip of Carol yeah. Burnett in a bed and just being very
1: very dramatic. I like it, but wouldn't that be? F- I mean i when I is- love that because she's still so active. She still looks amazing. She's still so there. I just love it.
2: Yeah. So she will, she's actually celebrated her dinner with her husband of 22 years, Brian Miller Mm -hmm. in Montecito. Mm -hmm. And they did have Ellen come out to introduce Katy Perry to sing. I'm so glad we had this time together. And Katy Perry kind of looked like she was channeling Cher because she had this, this very dramatic velvet gown on, with a big hood, hood.
1: she's sang terrible. I did I not. Did, I did not. I like that version, version of that song. It was, it was so bad. cheesy. You know what's so funny? Because I watched Jason's show this morning. He's like, I. He said it should have just. There was no Carol. It, it should have just been Carol talking about her show in the clips. Yeah. Instead of having all these other awkward encounters and people coming out. But it was a who's who of who's who that was oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. And the clips
2: that they showed were funny. And Maya Rudolph, when she came out in the Miss Starlet, the gun with the wind curtains, that was very funny. <laughs> and but it was the clips that were the it best It was the clips. The best yeah. the best part of it. And um yeah, I was very uh happy that um I had it on the DVR, Mm -hmm. and I could fast forward through some of the musical numbers.
1: Yeah, the Darren Chris one with um, our gal that we love so much, the Broadway gal that was in our Mrs. that talks all the time. We can't think. I can't think of her name right now. Oh, Sutton Foster. Yes. Um. You know. Uh, Blah. It was boring. I was just like, why? But Carol seemed to really get. She enjoyed it. I was glad there were all these
2: people were beaming and laughing. And Mm -hmm. anyway, take a look at some of the bloopers from her show. Um, very, Didn't very funny. did you buy
1: that collection for your mom once? Yes, Because yes. you can't watch it. No, you can. I, you can. Show. It's on Me, Me TV? Or? Yeah, one
0: of the, yeah, Me TV. It's like, it's through like Pluto, Voodoo. It's yeah. one of those like special free platforms. Yesterday, you can find it. I just
2: hadn't watched The Dennis, the 13-minute clip just, of Tim Conway. and It was fun.